right. I'm gonna need a new check made out to Arbuckle T. Boone, life coach to the stars. I'm the man who keeps the cast of Melissa and Joey from killing themselves weekly. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We are controlling transmission. Welcome to another episode of Musty TV. I'm Josh Phillips. Oh no, you know what we should have done? Um um That's not copyrighted, is it? We wouldn't get sued for that, would we? What if I just started calling myself Bugs Bunny? Would we get sued for that? Uh who owns it these days and what are they doing with it? Well, I guess they have that looney tune looney show or were they just live in apartment complex i think that's done because there was supposed to be like another one of that just called wabbit but i don't think that went anywhere they're still talking about that space jam reboot but i don't know if that's gonna happen either no i mean basketball players can't act yeah a fool welcome to musty tv i'm bugs bunny aka liam senior I'm Marvin the Martian, a.k.a. Josh Phillips. Uh, My Plutonium. You've made me very angry. Or maybe I'm just his big hairy creature. Uh, I don't know if he had a name. Fuck, what's his name? Did he have a name? Yes, the big red hairy thing? Yeah, the thing that they shave off. It's like Monty or... Monty sounds right. Hold on. Big red hairy pussy. I mean Looney Tunes. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gossamer. Gossamer? Gossamer is his name. What? (laughs) It just makes me think of a sketch from an old Second City thing where it's your beard as soft as Gossamer's wings. (laughs) Well, what do we do on this show, Liam? (laughs) We we reminisce about my favorite cartoon characters. Uh, No, we watch an old TV show, an old dog of a TV show on its last legs, and by that I mean it's been canceled. And Josh watches the first episode, and I watch the last episode, because podcasts need a gimmick. And we got gimmicks aplenty. (laughs) And we're clenching onto our gimmick as it's being pulled away from us. No one steal this idea. Every time I explain this podcast, a little part of me just goes, what are you doing? (sighs) It's for all the new listeners. We watched Melissa and Joey, an ABC family sitcom. Is this our first foray into the pre-freeform years? I believe it. Have we done any actual freeform years? I don't think so. We discussed ABC Family and Freeform and when it became Freeform on uh, the episode with Jane because I recently listened to it and like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So this is our first. It's weird that they changed their name, but I'm glad they did, I I guess. More power to them. I think the name's still weird. Freeform. I think it's better than ABC Family. Well, before it was uh, Fox Family. And before that, it was. Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) It's because Fox bought it. Before that, it was just the family channel. And I used to watch reruns of Batman. The animated series? Uh, No, the live action. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. Oh, yeah. Want to hear my Adam West? 
I would love Robin. to hear your Adam West. That's all I got. It's just, you missed it. Robin. That's it. That's all I can do. <laughs> it's terrible. Hold on to that right. one. Yeah. Uh, so today, yeah, we watched Melissa and Joey starring Melissa Joan Hart of Clarissa Explains It All and uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch and the off-lived CBS uh, sitcom that I think lasted one episode just called Clarissa. And the failed Kickstarter to get to make a movie where she even had her mom on there. Literally, I think the, one of her mom's like quotes is, don't you want to see Melissa make out with a hot guy? And I think she took her Kickstarter down because no, she... It was embarrassing how little money she was getting. Ay, ay, ay. This was after, I guess, Zach Braff ugh, funded his garbage movie. Oh, I, we tried to watch that movie to like see if it was really as bad as it was, and it was far worse than oh, I could have imagined. Dude, I saw it in theaters. It was terrible. It's when I had a movie I hate pass. Zach Braff so it was, much. oh, I don't like him. I don't like Josh Gad either. Oh yeah, I, f- I fucking hate Josh Gad. He is, Josh Gad is public enemy number he one. He in that movie is there. so bad, and yeah. the whole premise—you make a costume so your neighbor sleeps with you. <sighs> okay, that uh, let's yeah. let's not get into yeah. it. Yeah, we got we got to get off this. Get off. Let's just so so uh, the it's other two star. Sitcom, well, the other star. I was gonna say yeah. two sitcom vets. The other one is uh, Joey Lawrence from Blossom. Lawrence. From Blossom. From other shows. Uh, he his no. no he did a show in the eighties with uh, Nell Carter, and then his other last I think his last TV show was with his three brothers, which I like to randomly send my brother the theme song and play it as a joke. I can't remember nice. it's like brotherly love or something. It was it stars all three brothers. There's a famous scene. This is this is on topic but a little off. So there's a famous thing from uh, MTV used to do a spring break thing. And he was like the judge for like a bikini uh, thing that year. And he is still probably in his mid-teens when he's there. And like they joked, they said they could see him go through puberty while the girls are on stage. Good Lord, Joey Lawrence. <laughs> and I've seen it. It's like, it's, he looks kind of awkward. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a starring vehicle for those two. I believe this was after joey lawrence made a big splash like returning to a uh, television by doing dancing with the stars that's not a return to television that's admitting that like you fucked up somewhere yeah but yeah people keep doing it and they get popular, i know people keep doing I don't it but understand. like it, i think there's like two types of celebrities that go on dancing with the stars there are celebrities who like are well known by you know media alternative geeks like us, like your Bill Nye's who go on because he's Bill fucking Nye mm-hmm. and like yeah, Bill Nye would do it. And then there's you know Joey Lawrence who's like doesn't have a lot going on. Yeah, yeah I think he got the show because of it. Wow. And also, let me just jump into this pilot because it's just called <sighs> it's just called pilot by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's normal. I got three big words for at least my episode of the show, and I think it just is, is it just gives you the theme, and that is bad laugh track. Yeah, the laugh track is not good. It it just it sounds like the it sounds so canned and so fake. So we just let's jump in. We meet Melissa Joan Hart and her assistant. They're having a discussion about something, and it's kind of inane. Uh, but then we, she turns on the television, and she is some type of politician or city council person. 
And okay, that makes a little more sense for the stuff that happens in my episode. Okay, yeah, she's something. And basically, we see she's on TV trying to hold a press conference to deal with because uh, there's a garbage strike currently, and then there's problem. In Toledo, where the show is set. They never say where it is set in my episode, I don't think. They, they finally, I guess it was a grand reveal in the finale. They finally reveal. <laughs> wow. Toledo. You know, everyone wants to go, so... She's at the press conference and people are yelling and angry. Uh, the actor best known for playing Donna Pizziotti's father is yelling because he said his trash hasn't been picked up. So he throws a trash can, like a bag of trash towards the stage. And then Joseph Lawrence walks up and he's dressed in like a pinstripe suit looking like he's just a well, well-dressed, like he's like a successful businessman. And he's like, hey, hey, don't, 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 don't be mean to her. Don't be mean to her. And then he just says, and where's your brother? Because we find out that her, I'm sorry, her brother-in-law and her sister basically absconded with millions of dollars that they embezzled from the city and from their clients. Jesus, what? The brother has disappeared, so no one knows where he is. Melissa Joan Hart's brother? uh, The brother-in-law. Sorry. Brother-in-law. The brother-in-law has disappeared. I want to make a quick prediction from some characters I met in my episode. Ooh. Does she live with a niece and a nephew of hers? Uh, they live with her because the Xander, no, oh, Ryder, I... and, and Lennox. She. All right. Did you meet Xander in your episode? Who's Xander? Okay, cool. We'll talk about him later. I don't think I met Ryder, at, but yeah. So we basically find and out. Lennox is the blonde girl, right? Yeah, she's really mean in my episode, too. She, well, I'm glad to see that she doesn't evolve. So, yeah, they've absconded with lots of money, so that's why there's all these problems out of City Hall. People are pissed. People are blaming her. It's, I mean, yeah, it isn't her fault. So we find out that the sister is in jail. She is taking care of her niece and her nephew because of this. Her niece is nothing but shitty to her. Like Yeah, her niece is really cruel. She's like, I bought some furniture and I put it in a room. She's like, so? Whatever. I don't care. I don't need you. She's just like really bitchy to her. It was just, there's no reason. And we also find out, here's some fun comedy. The br- the brother, her, her, ne- her nephew, because they make jokes about, oh, well, I got to go out to have a, I have a date thing. She has a date. It's her big date night. Uh, don't burn the house down. Oh, he did. He did set all of his dad's suits on fire and almost burned the house down at their old house. So this is classic writer. Yeah, it's this show is just very cliched. Can I can I give you some info on Ryder that you're going to love? Oh, yeah. Ryder joins the Navy at some point in the show and then comes back to live with them. Ryder is like maybe 12 on my episode. <laughs> Yeah, Ryder is tall and a Navy man in my episode. Wow. I wonder, that must have been a recast or someone, like, shot up. Uh, that, so, basically, she's upstairs talking to Lennox because she finds out Lennox made some jokes. I wrote a poem about a teacher she didn't like whose name is Miss Lunt, and she rhymed it with it. Oh, uh, you know what she said, and they'll never say it. That's, like... So first of all, that word has a lot of weirdness to it, it especially because like for me, I my dad's English, so like we'd watch a lot of uh, English movies and, and TV shows, and they say it like it's just another syllable there. Australians are the exact same way. It's like yeah, it's very it's such different. A, it's such a 
And it's weird for a sitcom to make a joke about it without saying it. It's also really lazy because the whole joke is like, look at this thing we can't say, which isn't a joke. You're just referencing the fact that you can't say a word. I thought it was weird that it was an ABC family sitcom, like like out of the bat, like so quick saying like, so she hears the doorbell thinking, oh, it's my day today, goes downstairs. It's Joey Lawrence. We find out his name is Joseph Longo. He apologizes yeah. for- Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Can we talk about how they decided Let's to name Joey name. Lawrence Joseph Longo? Right. Like, Joseph Longo is Donkey Kong's brother-in-law who owns, like, a firm and is also a gorilla. But he's, like, he wears a full suit and practices law. And his name is Joseph Longo. Longo. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of jokes about him not having hair. She, there's like literally she said maybe your hair was afraid of you he looks fine bald he also shaves his head <laughs> like it yeah it's clearly a choice well here's here's something interesting about that i think whoever wrote this like oh yeah we gotta get in on that because when he sorry about that when he did the uh dancing with the stars it was a big deal because when he showed up no one had seen him in a while and he had shaved his head and people were like losing their shit like it matters. I think he looks perfectly no, fine I, with a shaved I, head. I do too. But anyway, so yeah, he looks he looks fine. So he he introduces himself and then like says, "Hey," he starts looking at the budget she's dealing with. Is like, "Hey, hire me." And she's like, "There's a hiring freeze." And she finds out he worked for the brother-in-law and made the brother-in-law millions, which the brother-in-law pissed all away. So he is desperate. Doing what? He was his brother was a commodities broker. I don't know what his brother in law did. They never said like what okay. he what he gambled or whatever he did. But he's jobless. Okay. He makes lots of jokes about his car because he loves his car, which he only has for ten more days because it's being repossessed. His wife left him. He literally does use the term vagino Americans. What? I don't vagino Americans. Oh yes, because uh, she's interviewing for a nanny, and she said it must be a she, and he's like, what? Only vagino Americans can apply for that job. Strange joke. So I oh literally wrote God. down vagino Americans. Basically, he basically wants the job. He has nowhere to go, so he starts stepping in as Mister Nanny. He he made up a. He tells her that oh, I ran a soup kitchen and I helped all these kids. Turns out it was all bullshit. He's just a very he's a smooth talking fella. Like even in this shitty sitcom, he's a smooth talking fella. Which, wow, you you are gonna lose your shit when we get to my. Episode. Oh, I can't wait. So. Basically, so he gets the, he starts, like, basically, he just steps right in and starts doing nanny jobs. He has a heart-to-heart with Linux, which was so weird. It's kind of, it starts off very, like, inane. She's like, I don't like Miss Lunt. And he's like, well, some, he's, basically, he's like, someone hurt you, but it wasn't your aunt. And it, it's a heart-to-heart. What? With, yeah. <laughs> well, it's about because her parents left her. It was so stupid because her stupid. Jesus. Her, yeah. yeah they, that's why. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's very cliched. Show. Literally, they the the girl runs away and they find her because she posts on her shitty fake Facebook because they show the screen of it that I'm on the roof hiding from people. She's, yeah. It's, it's like really just ridiculous. Oh, they talk, he tells her sometimes, you know, you just gotta, you gotta treat your aunt nicer and sometimes you just gotta eat a bowl of, a big bowl of stink. And he has to explain to her what a big bowl of stink is. I don't want to know. It, it, he doesn't really say. He's like, you'll know it when you taste it. Like, that's what he said. What the fuck? <laughs> that's little... something a predator says. <laughs> this is a weird show, but it was also this just is... so inane. Ugh. 
Yeah. I told you, man. It's like the thing about this show, guys, is that it the way it's shot, it's very bright and candy colored and like it is. like yeah. uh it's, yeah, it's, and like super fucking sugary. Yeah. It looks like a sugary little show. Everything's but immaculate, it's, everything's in its place, nothing's ever out of a disarray. Oh, people have been piling but, trash on her porch because there's no trash pickup. I forgot about that boring bullshit. Right, right. Uh, but but like the thing about it is it looks like this candy coated show, but at least for mine, there's just this veneer of like icky sweat over it that it's something like something's off, something's wrong in the water. Just and I think it's because of like some of the weird jokes. Like she even they uh, Melissa Joan Hart's character jokes how she was drinking all the time at fifteen. Yeah, she makes some comments about her mom how. Her mom only asked her to buy gin. Says something about people, her people always smelling like strippers. Like just yeah, weird. she made, they joke about her drinking throughout all throughout my episode too, which will be weird and a reason you'll understand why in a little. Yeah, like it's it's so it basically, uh, Melissa Joan Hart's character is at the school apologizing because the Lennox, the crappy spoiled brat, didn't show up. Then she shows up somehow right in the nick of time, of course. Because Joe told her about it, find out he paid her off, but he wrote her a ba- he wrote her a bad check, and he's like, he'll learn, she'll learn the hard way. Checks bounce because he's broke. Ha! That's pretty good. Yeah. So at the end, uh, like towards the end, he's he's like, all right, well, you know, writers upstairs and blah blah blah, and then oh, by the way, here's the message from the nanny because she was still trying to hire a nanny, and the person was going to start the next morning, and he's like, you probably didn't think I could take it, did you? That's okay, I can. She's like, you know what? Let's give this a shot. And there's like a weird, he walks into the other room and she walks and stays in there and she tears up the car and has a look like, stare, like a, I think they like each other. Ugh. Yeah. And he gets hired. The next night she comes back from her date and basically tells her, eh, well, Ryder's asleep. Oh, by the way, Ryder wants to, wants to learn how to shoot basketball that's silly and dumb and he says something about it doesn't matter loosen up brother man he does i think say brother man yeah it's weird and the final scene is someone more more people throwing trash at her porch that's why i had to bring the stupid trash back and joseph long goes like hey hey i'm gonna i'm gonna go out there hey i think he says hey butt face which is like are you a first grader from 1983 exactly he says hey hey butt face how about some respect and then he's like oh no the guy's huge and then she locks him out of the house and it cuts to canned laughter the end there was no theme we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna hear about the the ending episode but good god this show is the worst good grief we'll be right back Back in history class, did you ever take a step back from that textbook you were reading and just think to yourself, man, these people are very dumb. Hi, my name is Eric McAdams and I have a podcast for you. It's called Big Time Whoopsies, and every other Wednesday on the Major Cast Network, I tell a guest, and you the listener, a story from history involving massive incompetence. Big Time Whoopsies, people are dumb, and history can prove it. Well, Josh, let's cut to four seasons later. Did uh, before you jump in? Did you have it? I barely had a theme. Did you get a theme? Was there a theme song of some inanity? Inanity? Oh, oh, we oh, oh boy. Oh, 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 we'll get to it, my friend. All right, let's let's do it. Tell me about what's happened in 
four seasons. Mel is pregnant. What? Mel is pregnant with Joey Longo's babies. Whoa. Or baby. Well, that's not surprising. They're married. What? She's pregnant. Um, Ryder and Lennox are still living with them, but Ryder went to the Navy. Or I think Lennox maybe lives somewhere else. It's hard to tell. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Lennox is also dating Ryder's roommate, Xander, who uh, Jane wanted me to mention is played by Sterling Knight from Sunny with a Chance and So Random. He is a Disney star. Not surprising that this is where he is well, now. Well, that's Disney stars kind of migrate because ABC Family right exactly um thanks so Jane. she's pregnant and she's running for congress Ooh. but she doesn't want to but she doesn't want to tell her campaign manager kevin from the office because she's afraid right so then it cuts to the theme song which literally it opens like it's gonna be fine it's gonna be all right it's gonna be okay and then ends with i guess we're stuck together or something or like i guess you're stuck with me and Ooh. it's just like, what is happening? Is it Joey Lawrence singing? I would bet money it, it probably be. is. So she makes a whole big stink how she's not going to tell Hank, her campaign manager, she's pregnant. And then immediately does. And he's like, great, that will help. <laughs> That's like good for an election, you idiot. Yeah, I mean, you're married and you're having more a child of your own, not just the ones you adopted. I assume they adopt it by now. They I assume like she would adopt those two, her niece and nephew. Maybe not. I don't know. Nope. Oh, okay. They're they're like they're like adults now. No, they suck. So who cares? That no, that's the thing. Ryder was in the navy. My guy, he is over eighteen. Lennox Lennox nearly gets married in this episode. What? If if who I think Lennox is is Lennox. What? So Lennox and Xander. Uh, are talking about a fight they had previously because uh, she insulted his music. And she's basically just a really cruel human being who is awful. Sounds like she does not change from the first season. She's super mean and selfish, but tells him that she wants to be better at compromising for him. <laughs> and then it cuts to them af- after having sex, but they're like still fighting? Ew. And then Ryder's like, hey, dude, there's a German dude online about a video game. He's not going to wait forever. And then they make a couple gay panic jokes. And then all of a sudden, it's Melissa and Joey at the ultrasound. I am so... Video game? What? I am so confused. I, I have no idea. It doesn't come back. I, I don't know if that was Ryder. It might have been someone else. It, everyone looks the same in this show. It's weird and bad. Wow. So... um. It turns out it's twins, and the crowd, like, loses their shit at this for some reason. I don't know why. They were paid to be there. And Mel is like, no, 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 no. And that's basically, she just says no for the next four minutes of the show. I'm not kidding. But then Joey Lawrence is like, whoa, it's going to be great. So they're back home, and she's still saying no. And then she's like, I need wine. And then they make a bunch of weird jokes about how she drinks all the time. But she doesn't drink because she has twins now. Turns out Joey Lawrence is an author now. What? I don't know. Or sorry, Joey Longo is an author now. Still what? <laughs> I don't know. So he's like, hey, we can do this. We can raise twins and you can run for Congress. We'll get, we can do anything. And then she goes upstairs to rest and then he freaks out and drinks, I guess. Uh, the Xander and Lennox are in a thing because they're fighting, but they have to go to a wedding and they don't know if they want to go while fighting. There you go. 
So now Joey is talking to Ryder about how he's freaking out. And Ryder's like, here, let me make you an omelet. And then just starts cracking like egg after egg after egg after egg after egg into a bowl while talking to him to the point of where there's like 12 eggs in a bowl. It was so weird. Even Joey Longo goes, hey, how many eggs are you putting in this omelet? I'm so confused. And then Ryder's like, hey, you can do anything. So then Mel has a stress dream about her future. It involves her having eight babies and a six tit pack where she has like six boobs now. Okay, you, I was like six. I don't know. No, I was confused. I'm like, did you? No, you said six tit pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a six pack of boobs on her chest. To feed all of her eight babies. I don't what know. What writer dude. is like stroking his I like, don't know. fantasy by writing that? Oh my God. I know, right? Ew. It's worse than Total Recall. <laughs> then then I wrote, this would be pretty ballsy if she tried to get an abortion because she keeps talking about how she doesn't want to have twins. But they don't go that route and she just decides to not run for Congress. And then I wrote, man, I wish this was Frasier. That's, wait. So the two she gave up her dreams of running for Congress. I assume it's a dream. I don't know. Probably. Anyways, the two millennials get into a car accident on the way to the wedding, Good. and then they realize that. Uh, uh, well, then I made lunch and kind of lost track of the story of the show because I was really hungry. <laughs> what was her lunch? Uh, Your lunch sounds more interesting than the show. Uh, I I was I was gonna make uh, tomago gohan. Um, the Japanese breakfast treat of steaming, of get, getting rice really, really hot, cracking an egg into it, and then rubbing it all around like it's a, car, a car, carbonara. Uh, but I didn't feel like doing that with an egg, so I just reheated a bunch of rice and added some soy sauce. It was delicious. All right. Better than rice um, sandwiches. <laughs> well, got to be really strong for lacrosse games. <laughs> yeah, I knew Josh. you would know it. Knew it. <laughs> Mush on mush, kids need baloney to win. Uh, so the millennials get told that they're... Oh, so so because of this accident, they're like... Lennox and Xander are like, we should get married. Sorry, I didn't know who their names were, so I just kept writing them as the millennials. That's it's fine. I don't know who it, I don't know who they are. I forgot, I forgot his name was Ryder until you asked me. I just yeah. remember Lennox because um, it's a weird name. So they're like, we're going to get married because we nearly died and Joey and Mel are like that's fucking stupid don't do that and then uh oh Mel also decides she is going to run for congress um even though she's pregnant uh, even though and because everybody also wants her to as well okay so there you go her only enemy was herself of course so it's like so so Ryder gets shipped out and he's going to be in Virginia near D.C. Oh, I guess he's, like, just joined the Navy and did boot camp and was getting ready for shipped out. Um, then it turns out Joey Longo's book is a cookbook with a book tour. They did. And they decide to do all the things, and then it's Well, they did They're gonna mid, mid make a joke that he could cook in the first one, and she can't. Yeah, well, turns out she's going to run for Congress, have twins, and he's going to write a book. And scene. Yeah, that was like really shitty and just so gross. <laughs> just really awful jokes. Like some some like fucking friends, mid friends, uh, gay panic jokes. Of course. I mean, you would think like because everything about the show feels so stale. Like it, yeah, it belongs 
in it belongs when these two stars were the most popular in the 90s <laughs> that they do want to they're trying to possibly reboot Clarissa explains it all she's an adult yeah but she hasn't let go she's an adult she now hasn't, she how would that look she, she is a grown-up it's supposed to be her daughter but she's clarissa i don't know <sighs> yeah i don't know i'm just saying <laughs> yeah so did you look at when this was on i didn't because it... there are so many channels that there's no point in doing uh yeah this is a recent show and there's like a thousand channels but it's on it also it's abc family so i don't care to look at what was on before or exactly. after it was something abc family um do we just jump into the ratings on this hold on i'm reading about tell me if there's a recast okay, got... i would kind of like to know that no, there isn't. It's all the same people. Wow. Ryder Scanlon is Mel's nephew and the youngest in the household. You, you gotta listen to this description for Ryder. In the pilot, it is mentioned that he suffered a nervous breakdown and burned his father's suits in the driveway. Like many teenage boys his age, he enjoys watching television and playing sports and chasing girls. Lennox often makes jabs at her brother for being a nerd, but it is not clear if this is true or just a brother-sister teasing relationship. <laughs> Ryder is suspended from school in season three for smoking marijuana on a school trip. In season four, he joins the Navy and is stationed to Portsmouth, Virginia. Can you read me Lennox now? Uh, hers is much more boring. Okay. Lennox Elizabeth Scanlon is a free-spirited teenage girl who, at first, is against the idea of living with her aunt, but soon comes to terms with it. Lennox is known for her arts, artsy, hipster style and extremely vocal liberal views and, and ideas. This did not come across in my uh, It did not come across in mine. Uh, I did not see anything extremely liberal about her. Or hipster. And then it's just her. It talks about her hooking up with a guy named Xander and a guy named Marco. It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, those are weird. Uh, but Riders is definitely weirder. Chasing girls and playing sports. Ugh, listen to this. Tiffany Longo is Joe's former wife, first seen in episode 13. Their on-again, off-again relationship is punctuated by bouts of lovemaking in unusual places. <laughs> what is this TV show? I was wondering Good if she God. ever came into play, because they just said Mrs. Longo went to her mother's. That's all they said in the pilot. She basically left him because he didn't have money. It wasn't his fault. He didn't do anything bad. He was a good worker, and she left him because he was losing his money. And now they hook... This is insanity yeah. of the first and yeah, last quarter. I just remember this show existing as like, oh, that looks inane but it's a little bit more than inane maybe a little damaging oh god rita rutner is mel's mother Oof. do i meet the fuck all right on that note let's get to the ratings yeah. i'm not even gonna do a rhyming joke don't fucking watch this that's yeah, bad it, it's really bad i don't even care if you're a giant melissa joan hart fan and think chorus was the best show ever. i don't even care if you're a joey lawrence oh, I fan i don't care about that or you know what even if you like Joey's music, you're still not gonna like this show. Cause he, I did who did he did yeah. he do the theme? He did have a pop career. Oh, I he did have a pop career and on. has done the theme song for multiple shows he's been in. That's why I guessed. You got it, my man. It was composed by him and someone named Matthew Gerard or Gerard. I knew it. You fucking <laughs> yep. Stuck with me. Performed by Joey Lawrence. You rascal. I knew it. I. You knew Why it. Do I know too, what a twist. I know too much about the Lawrence brothers. 
Ah, they were your Jonas Brothers. Uh, so, hey, now that we're done with that, let's give them a recommendation of something they should be watching. Well, I just finished watching the Vietnam War. And... No spoilers. <laughs> I don't want to know who wins. Uh, holy shit. It's over 17 hours, but... Is this Ken Burns? Uh-huh. I cried multiple times. Yeah, it's sad. Well, but it's not so much... It's humbling because... Like, you literally, you get to hear soldiers from not just Americans, you get to hear South Vietnamese, North Vietnamese, and Viet Cong. And at, and at the very end, because you hear soldiers say things they did that they are ashamed of as well, but at, you, at, at the very end, you see soldiers, American vets of their own volition to say, you know what, I need to go back, and you see them fucking visiting Vietnam and hugging and embracing North Vietnamese and Viet Cong soldiers because they're just saying, we were all soldiers. We were all there. We were all there together. God, war is the worst. Exactly. It ruins ruins generations and it tricks politicians into thinking they can perpetuate fucking gigantic (sighs) capitalist weapons and arms dealing. I mean, this... While they fund each other's goddamn secret wars. Well, this is, I mean, I did not realize things were, went on since the 40s. You learned up so much stuff. It's so fascinating because you hear you hear <laughs> from the people who lived it. You hear from people who didn't go to war. You hear from the protesters. It's It covers all sides. And you learn that this is kind of like, when, and we're still trying to recover as a country from this because this is when basically realized, people realize the government lies to you. It's when the nation mostly as a whole realized, holy shit. So it's beautiful and wonderful and sad and enlightening. I highly recommend it. Don't try to watch it all at once. Um, What about you, Liam? (coughs) I kind of wish I went first. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. (laughs) I was watching a show called Younger on TV Land with Jane. I really liked it. It stars Sutton Foster. It's really good. <laughs> Check it out. Doesn't have anything about the ramifications and emotional journeys of soldiers, but, um, but that's okay. A forty-year-old pretends to be twenty-six. So hey, but it's it's also yeah. kind of uh, apropos for today's episode because it does star a former Disney star. Who? It sure does. Hilary Duff, and she's great so. in it. She's very funny funny as all hell god that cartoon animation of lizzie mcguire is probably like your favorite so dead no she's just dead i mean it's been 10 years cartoons don't live very long right no they have a very short life expectancy yeah um do you got anything to plug because we're done yeah i don't have anything to plug uh uh, guys Uh, check out the rest of the shows on the network yeah, shows like the Double X Files that we've recently merged with. And, we have uh, new stuff coming uh, soon. Hopefully, by the time this, yeah, by the by the time this episode is out, uh, hopefully the website should be all different, or at least uh, some changes are happening so that we can make things a little smoother. I uh, just want to thank everybody again for the transition transitional period. Really appreciate it all. And uh, yeah, please support us and the other shows, and and tell everybody you can about it. You know, we don't have any advertising. 
we're a very independent network. Yeah, we're t- we're I, it's literally built out of my bedroom, yeah. so all the help we can get is Yeah, amazing. we're totally word of mouth, so please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Yeah. Yep. All right. And uh, remember, man. Until next time. You can always change that gosh darn channel. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Oh, it must be TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.